hello, your call cannot be taken at the moment, so please leave your message after the tone. Hey, buddy, been too long. Just calling to see if you've been getting this shit from our old pal Jimmy? Absolute bat shit. Complete Muppet. Sorry to bother you, pal, really. Hope you're well. You retired yet? Seem to recall that's due. For Christ's sakes, you're old enough. Anyway, let's take that drive up to Santa Mira next time you're over here. Celebrity Tumor presents Delivery Mark, apologies. I'm forced to send this to you as an audio recording. As you are well aware, I no longer have the use of my arms. Did I ever tell you about my time working as a courier? This would have been in the late 90s. I recently remembered an incident from that job that brought me back to all those times we used to stay up late debating the superfluous function of prepositions over a pile of frozen caramel sandwiches. I truly pine for those days, old friend. This particular incident will become of interest to you and those forgotten brethren of the delivery profession. I am certain, due to our shared love of mixed fabrics and exotic textiles, this recollection will nestle its way deep into your heart. Here goes. One bright, sunny day, whilst working in the north side of town, my radio buzzed in directions to pick up a summons from a county courthouse and deliver it to an address several miles north of the city limits. I'd heard rumor of courier services acting in the manner of a process server, but had failed to seriously consider the possibility I myself would have to perform this solemn duty. I'll spare you the mundane mechanics of local courthouse bureaucracy and say I picked up the summons without any noteworthy issue. The drive was pleasant, taking me from those droll duplex rows which plagued sections of the north side of town into greener landscapes. Back in those days, Mark, we didn't have GPS or smartphones, so I had to continue to check the paper map for this particular address. After finding the drive a considerable distance down a narrow side road and slowly inching my way down a freshly asphalted driveway, a luxurious Tudor stood before me. To me, this was a mansion. Real fancy pants style mark. I shit you not. Upon finishing my last step on the thick marble steps, I could discern the front door was actually two front doors. One after the other, if you can believe that, Mark. I rang the bell and waited. The first front door, or the second, depending on your position inside or outside the house, did not open immediately. In fact, there was a noticeable moment between the deep reverberation of the bell and that initial movement of the hinges. Mark, to be completely honest with you, 
I didn't know what to expect here. Before me stood an affable-looking gentleman, late forties or a very healthy early fifties, well-pressed lavender slacks and, uh, and an immaculately trimmed Ned mustache, thick and lush, yet well-behaved. And then there was the cardigan. That goddamn cardigan. Good evening to you, neighbor, boomed a jolly Midwestern accent. His smile was relentless. Now, Mark, I'm going to tell you a couple things I'll never forget. In the corners of the floor of the foyer, there were piles of corn silk. Not the kind of dried-up brown type that makes for a nutritious snack. No siree, Bob. This was fresh. And there was this odor of rugged agriculture lingering just beneath the simmering potpourri. But these were easily eclipsed by the horrors that lay beyond. Cardigans. Encased in glass frames and carefully spaced apart by what appeared to be approximately three inches was a gallery of cardigans. Every color you can find on God's green earth, too. The size, however, was uniform. Undoubtedly uniform. And though I cannot explain how precisely there was something profane about them. Delivery? I managed, extending the package. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to say something particular like, You've been served, as you often see on TV. No one had prepped me, Mark. Can you believe that happy horse shit? Oh? Not a single muscle moved anywhere within that body. That smile frozen. I extended my arm a half inch further in his direction, just shy of the outer door. What is this? Now, Mark, my memory isn't what it used to be, but I tell you what I honestly remember. His eyes never blinked. Not sure, sir. It's a package. I haven't looked inside. Unsure what else to say. The other thing I haven't mentioned yet was that he must have been listening to music before my arrival as I could hear a vinyl record skipping in the background. This was an unnerving soundtrack to an awkward situation. Would you like to come in? His head tilting ever so slightly. I'm not permitted to. This isn't technically true. Or maybe it was. The point is that I, it didn't matter. I wasn't going any closer and certainly not inside. Just behind him, but in front of the rear wall, where all those imposing cardigans resided, was a short, carpeted stairway going downward. To his right was a matching stairway going up. Both ended in velvet purple curtains occulting what lay deeper in the dwelling. A sound not dissimilar to a lynx in heat was emanating from the lower floor, just beyond those curtains. I'm afraid I have a condition which prevents me from venturing out of doors. I stood, bemused. You see, Mark, I was woefully underinformed of the requisite criteria for properly fulfilling my duties as processor. And, truth be told, was operating under the assumption that I must pass this package directly to the individual. An idea 
uh, likely born of dramatic cinema. Sharply, he raised his arm from the elbow and index finger pointing skyward. Then, performing a brief curtsy and twirl on the ball of his right foot, he pulled what appeared to be an ancient sheath from a large ceramic vase behind him and returned to face me. Mark, let me tell you in confidence that I was genuinely unnerved at this point. Those long-fingered hands ended in filthy fingernails, no doubt encrusted with the labor of his harvest. Dirt caked on thick as if he'd been bicep deep in his gardening. From the sheath, he extracted a long pair of golden tongs. Without pause, he surgically inserted these into the mail slot of the double door arrangement and outshot the grabby ends on my side. On the outside door, surrounding the horizontal mail slot opening, some reprobate had drawn crude vampire teeth. That I hadn't noticed this until now was a testament to how incurious I was in those days. But you remember this, right? I slid the envelope between the tongs and let go. The tongs tightened, and with a great whooshing sound, the envelope and tongs were back inside the foyer. His eyes remained fixed on the envelope for a curious length of time before returning to scrutinize me. As he stared into my soul, he placed the envelope in his mouth and tore it open. All this whilst never removing his gaze from my eyes. After some time, the cardigan man squeezed the envelope until the torn section opened in a smile of its own. He brought it to his nose and inhaled deeply. Umber grease. Mark, I'm only going to leave you with my parting thoughts. I admit to you, in complete transparency, that I failed to get his signature on that clipboard I had to carry around back in those days. I forged that some bitch just as a baby cries. And I was never again asked to return to this address. These days, we have access to all kinds of highfalutin gadgetry, like Google Maps. You can bet your sweet ass that I tried finding this place recently and was incapable of doing so. True story. Jungian philosophy talks about containers, vessels, or canisters. The world and the individual are mirrors of one another and are currently entwined in a lugubrious dance of metamorphosis. The times, as they say, are a-changing. Any word from our mysterious Mr. C? Send me some photographs of core samples from the Arctic. It's been ages, and you know I fret about the miserable cunt. He's not a well man.
dat u heeft gekozen, 1, 1, 2, is gewijzigd naar geheimnummer. Delivery is a podcast distributed by Celebrity Tumor and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike International License. For information pertaining to the episodes, cast list and attributions, please visit deliverypodcast.com.